Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Credible.com is an online marketplace that gets you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders. It helps people get out of student loan debt, and if you've got student loan debt, you can benefit from this product with a lower rate. You can save on interest or lower your monthly payment. It's more money in your pocket. With a shorter loan term, you can get debt-free faster, consolidate all your student loan bills in one place. Serious peace of mind. Credible customers have given awesome reviews about how much better their lives have been after refinancing their student loans. On Credible, you see actual pre-qualified rates from up to 10 lenders, whereas with some online marketplaces, you'll get ranges of rates or ballpark estimates. It only takes a couple of minutes to check rates. Checking rates doesn't impact your credit. They never sell your data, so you won't receive spam and phone calls from dozens of lenders. We know how much we don't like that. Please visit Credible.com slash Dan. That's C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash D-A-N. And when you refinance your student loans using this link, They'll give you a $200 gift card. Fill in a couple of pieces of info to check what rates you are eligible for. Again, that's Credible.com slash Dan. Refinance your student loans. And you know what? Start saving now. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Final hour on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. McLovin once again joining us via Skype from his apartment in Brooklyn. It's Wing Wednesday. Surprise the Danettes. Even though it's alliteration. Paulie hates alliteration because, well, after all, his name is Paul Paps. He doesn't like alliteration, but he's okay with Wing Wednesday. At least I believe you are. As long as we get wings, I can wink it about anything. <laughs> wing Wednesday on our Traeger Grill. Just a coincidence, McLovin is not here. We had corned beef yesterday and Wing Wednesday. Are you back tomorrow, McLovin? Because I was thinking of, like, T-Bone Thursday. So I'm back now. No, no, you're in. You're at home. You're not back. Well, if you're having T-bones, I mean, what are you trying to figure out? What food will get me in the office? Because you're going too far. You know how much I love the steak on the Traeger. Steaks are your one seed, right? Or lobster. Those are my one and two. Yeah, but we would be nice. We don't have a day of the week. I mean, it's this is alliteration. So there's nothing that helps me with lobster, Lunday or lose day, <laughs> or Wednesday. Yes, Paul. You're okay with uh, Wing Wednesday? I'm good with any okay. type of food. Okay, good. Just want to make sure. The uh, poll question, McLovin. Wait, we just lost McLovin. There he is. Where'd you go? Uh, some cord fell out or something <laughs> happened. <laughs> 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 A daughter tugged on. <laughs> oh, we just lost McLovin. He's got two daughters roaming around there, and uh, I think we just lost him. All right, uh, we'll get some phone calls here. Paul, you got an update on the poll results? Are the Bucks now Super Bowl contenders? Yes, 58%. Wait, I thought we were going to just have contenders. Well, that it's the same thing. Contenders means contending for No, the they're Bowl. contending for a playoff. I guaranteed a playoff berth. Oh, playoff berth. I mean, they missed the playoffs by a game, in a, like two games last year. Okay. But they haven't made the playoffs in 12 years. Tommy. Now Tommy's in town. But I had him going to the playoffs no matter what. Uh, but uh, we'll check in with the Buccaneers uh, coming up. A couple of phone calls. Spencer in Wisconsin joins us. Hey, Spence. Hey, Dan. Uh, just a quick comment about um, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. You know, you were saying that Bill Belichick has all the pressure on him. Um, I think the pressure's on Brady. You know, um, people have left other teams to go be successful elsewhere. I think if Brady, if uh, Belichick wins the Super Bowl, Tom's going to be like, well, did I, how much did I really do there? I mean, if he goes and wins in, in Tampa, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. If Brady wins the Super Bowl in Tampa, it's not going to be a big deal? Well, it'll be a big deal. I don't think it'll be as big of a deal if 
Belichick. I mean, it'll be oh my, big deal. No, 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 no. You, you don't understand how Tampa is viewed. If if Belichick wins the Super Bowl, okay, then we'll look at Brady maybe a little different, and we'll credit Belichick a little bit more. It's like if the Clippers were going to win a championship years ago. That's what it is with Tampa. You know, you just have decades of ineptitude, and Brady going there. That would be one of the biggest stories in sports in years. I mean, Tony Dungy and John Gruden have been gone a long time. And if Brady went there at his age and won a Super Bowl, that'd be huge. Thank you, Spencer. I think the pressure's on Belichick because I don't think Belichick wanted Brady back. Therefore, Brady, we might look at and say, not many teams wanted him. And I think the market was pretty soft for him. And he found a situation. Tampa was all in. No matter what, he knew that. That's why I said this to Tom Curran, who covers the Patriots. I said, Tom knows where he's going. Stop with this nonsense. The best time to find a job is when you have a job. Brady knew that he wasn't going back there, and he felt even more confident to walk out of Robert Kraft's home because he knew he was going to Tampa. He didn't go, hmm, let me get home and talk to Giselle and see where we're going. He knew where he was going. Why do you think Jeff Darlington covers the NFL for ESPN and is, you know, has connections with Brady said to me two weeks ago, don't discount the Buccaneers here. That's a couple of weeks ago he said this. It was out there. His agent went to the combine. Let it be known. Tampa was in. There was some kind of mutual admiration society there. Brady knew where he was going when he left Robert, when he got to Robert Kraft's house. That's why it's easy to say goodbye when you have another job to go to. Yeah, Paul. Going back to Belichick, don't you think he thinks to himself, I've done this before. I've I've moved on. I know Bledsoe is a lot different, but I moved on and took a young quarterback that no one thought much of. Brady was nothing coming out of Michigan. Jared Stidham was bigger coming out of Auburn. And says, I could do this again. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. I'm not going to retire. Might as well do it now. Instead of you know, going another season with a quarterback I don't think could get me there, let's let's reset this whole thing. I've done I, it before. I think both sides made the right move. I do. Because if I'm Brady, why am I going back for maybe one year? And he wants to be appreciated. Tampa is going to appreciate him. And he's going to have a a, a coach who has been with some of the great quarterbacks of all time and knows how to treat him. And he's got an opportunity not to reinvent himself, but to reinvigorate himself. And that's why I think he made the smart decision. Don't go back where you're not going to be appreciated and unhappy. Yes, you might have a better chance to win the Super Bowl, but Belichick probably looked at this and is very pragmatic and said, this makes the most sense for us right now. I don't want to pay you for what you did. I want to pay you for what you will be. And that's where the Patriots, I think, made the right decision. Yes, yeah, And, yeah, there is something to be said about just having fun. And if you have a couple of years left, your legacy is already cemented. Pretty much, I mean, it, okay, it'll help if you win another ring with a, a different team. But it's not really going to hurt if you lose there. And so you go down to Tampa. You just have some fun. There's not as much pressure. There's not all of this Patriots way crap anymore. And you just enjoy yourself for a year or two. Nothing wrong with that. People always go, well, nobody remembers uh, Johnny Unitas when he was playing for the Chargers. And nobody remembers Joe Namath when he plays for the Rams. But 
everybody keeps bringing that up that we keep remembering that they did end their careers. You know, nobody remembers Jordan with the Wizards. We we do because we continually bring that up. Nobody remembers Montana with the Chiefs. Yes, we do. We'll remember Brady with the Buccaneers. But it's not going to disassemble a legacy that he has spent 20 years building. He may add to the legacy. Yes, he well, right. Nobody, when they say Joe Montana, the greatest quarterback of all time, nobody ever says, uh, Chiefs years? <laughs> Never happened. But Not they long. don't say, it didn't. Yeah, Chiefs it, years? You know, the Rams didn't keep Joe Namath out of the Hall of Fame. Or Johnny Unitas with the Chargers out of the Hall of Fame. You know, Brett Favre, where he went to Minnesota and then uh, he went to the Jets. Like, that didn't keep him out of the Hall of Fame. Brady is going where I think he feels like this can be fun. I have weapons. And I have a great coach, and I can have fun for one or two more years. You know, if if the family relocates to Miami, and and Tom can commute back and forth with that, like I, and, and you know, then I started reading reports where Tom didn't want to play for a West Coast team. Now I don't know when that came out, because that could have taken away a lot of the mystery here. It would have been two teams. It would have been the Patriots and the Buccaneers. As it turned out. There were three teams, and that's what I was told. And it reiterated to me last night, Patriots, there was the Buccaneers, and then there was the Chargers. That that was what I was told. I know that the 49ers did their due diligence. They were interested, sort of. The Raiders were – do you realize the frenzy, not yesterday, the day before, of, hey, Dolphins, these Dolphin rumors starting to pick up some steam there. And I have a friend who's uh, with the Dolphins. And uh, I said, uh, Tom Brady, question mark. And he goes, question mark, what? And he put G-O-A-T. And I go, are the Dolphins interested? He goes, he's not interested in us. And I said, I'm hearing that maybe you, they're going to sell the team. Stephen Ross sells the team. And then the guy buys the team who from Ross is going to give Brady a piece of the team. He goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. I went, okay. I'm just curious. You had that and, hey, the Raiders, I'm here, and they've been quiet. Remember, John Gruden didn't want to talk about this. Now I'm here, and the Raiders might be the mystery team. All of this stuff was happening, and a lot of it was nonsense, and a lot of it was to troll you. You know, this is what it was. It turned out that there was not a big market for him. The fact the Colts weren't interested in Brady or vice versa I still find amazing. Because if you said Brady was going to the Colts, you got my attention. I mean, you really have my attention. Philip Rivers, it's just a curiosity there. Upgrader on Jacoby Brissett, but not much. Yeah, Paul. If you're a Colts fan, would you rather have Rivers for two years or Brady for two years? I'd rather have Brady. It's not that, that close, right? Well, I, I would look at it as who do I want? I think Philip Rivers only signed one year. If I said you got one one year, one and done, you're taking Brady. Yeah, see. But why doesn't Cam Newton fit? Anywhere. Why is that puzzle piece tougher to figure out right now? Because these guys are old, but they're healthy. Cam Newton's not healthy. He's younger, but he's not healthy. If you said Cam Newton was healthy with his foot, then I would have no problem. If I'm a Bears fan or the Chargers and you bring him in, I don't know if New England's going to bring in Jameis Winston. But that was floated to me yesterday. Like, could you see Bill with Jameis Winston? I go, no. If Bruce Arians – see, this is what people – drives me crazy. Bruce Arians is given credit for being this unbelievable quarterback whisperer. And what happened on his watch, he had a quarterback have 
in a historical season for all the wrong reasons. He threw 30 interceptions and 30 touchdowns. Jameis Winston is a walking 30-for-30 documentary. Got to admit, he's very balanced, you know? Not a lot of highs, not a lot of lows. 30-for-30, starring Jameis Winston. Someone's catching the ball on the next play. Yes. Guaranteed. (laughs) Guaranteed. I like how he improved his eyesight. So he went from 30-30 to 20-20, hoping to improve his stats there. Oh, boy. I wonder, how, did Jameis Winston lead the league? If you count his pick sixes, how many touchdowns did he have last year? I would like to, because I think he had like four of those. I think he had 30, 34 touchdowns. He was responsible for throwing for 34 <laughs> touchdowns, 34, 35 touchdowns, something like that. And I think Brady still has, I think I think Brady can still make all the throws. Phillip Rivers can't make all the throws. Phillip Rivers didn't do that much with a team that had a lot of talent last year, skill position-wise. What makes you think that he's going to do a lot? And, and, you know, they're going to pick and choose how they use him, but they're a defense running the football kind of team, it feels like. But, I don't know. What do I know, as we like to say in this business? Uh, Kevin Durant, some other uh, Brooklyn Nets test positive for the uh, coronavirus. Uh, Let me see if there was anything else. I got some Meet Friday songs for people here. Uh, A couple more phone calls. We'll check in with... uh, my Buccaneers, uh, co-host of uh, Ronnie and uh, T. Kras Morning Show, uh, Tom Krasnicki. He'll join us uh, coming up. Yeah, he does the uh, pre- and post-shows uh, on the Buccaneers on that station, our affiliate there, WDAE. He'll join us coming up a little bit because this is a big deal. It's a really big deal. Tampa always loses out on either players. Remember Bo Jackson? Wasn't Bo going to Tampa? Drafted by them. Yeah, didn't, yeah, didn't want to go play for them. Bill Parcells twice was going to be going to the Buccaneers, I believe. You know, it always feels like Tampa, you know, almost they're always left at the altar here. But now you got Tom Brady. Big deal. Greg in Florida joins us. Hi, Greg. Hi, 6'1", 195. Uh, you know, another stat you missed out on Winston. He had 21 interceptions dropped as well. <laughs> it could have been historic. I kind of feel like Steve Martin in The Jerk. I'm somebody now because I've been a I've been a Bucks fan since the sombrero. And when we had Sapp and Lynch and Gruden and Strength and holy moly, that one uh, couple of years we just went nuts and we finally won it. That's how it feels down here now. Just gotta let you know we've got Adamica Sue just stuffing up the middle. We've got all stud wide receivers. We've got. A mediocre offensive line that's going to get better, but we've got a quarterback now that can get rid of the ball quickly. we got a top-tier quarterback, top-tier coach. Man, we're going to the playoffs as far as I'm concerned. I, I don't see any way around it. All right, Greg, thank you. Glad you're uh, on the bandwagon with me. McLevin, you put, are the well, the Buccaneers a contender for the Super Bowl? I'm just talking about them being a playoff contender. Why sell yourself short, Dan? Make the call right now, today. Because I don't want to, I don't want to raise the expectations on, on Twani. What are you talking about? They're already sky high. I mean, when you said that, that when it was fifty-fifty, you you explained why you like the Bucks, and it went up to sixty percent immediately. I think people are with you. I I like the Bucks. I, I got baby steps here. Like I want to make sure the offensive line is protecting Twani. What is on the chalkboard here? I I told McLovin if he was going to do the show from home, why don't do an homage to Woody Page from Around the Horn? 
and you have today's menu. What do you have on the menu? So I have a drawing. It's a, a sketch of a man, and no one is figuring it out, and it's really bothering me. A it's sketch. not Brady. It's Brady from the courtroom. The courtroom sketch. Have- yeah. You actually did a pretty good sketch of Brady when he was in the courtroom. It's hanging in the new man cave. Yes. It's over by the basketball court. Yeah, so that's why I was trying to recreate that. And everyone, everyone, all the data said, is that an ugly photo of Dan? And I'm like, there's no ugly photos of Dan. Oh, yes, there are. Yes, there are. Try to find a good photo of me. Well, this looked like Brady, so that's good. <laughs> an ugly Brady. Like, I'm okay with that. If somebody says, you know, you look kind of like an uglier version of Tom Brady. All right, I'll take that. Like, if I close my good eye... You look like Tom Brady a little bit there. All right. I can accept that. Here's something for you. Four players in the history of the four major sports have played at least 20 years for one team. Won an MVP with the team. Won at least one championship with the team. And then changed teams after all of this. I'll let that one sink in. I'll let it marinate a little bit. We'll take a break, and we'll come back with that right here on the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's Geico Easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. On the next episode of Expeditiously. Please, everybody, welcome Mr. Tyler Perry. What's up? What's, What's going up, on, bro? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And, and your meteoric rise, man, to success uh, has not come without some level of criticism. Some? Uh, <laughs> you, 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 you being polite. Tyler Perry, the next episode of Expeditiously. My sacrifice comes on the end because it's part of my catalog. Okay. So that's where my value is. It's not. I'm not making the money up front. It's in the long game, right? right. So if you go in and you're looking for the bag, then great. You go buy your Bentley, your Rolls Royce, great. That's all. It's over with. That's wonderful. You had, it. but but then what you've done is signed it all away. Right. They own you, and they're never going to give you an opportunity to be in that position again. Don't miss the next episode of Expeditiously with special guest Tyler Perry. The episode drops Thursday, March 19th. Expeditiously with Ti. Now available on Spotify. The podcast on Apple Podcast. Is Medea really dead? That's it, man. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, man. Those wings look good on that Traeger grill. It's Wing Wednesday. You guys got a great life. You do. It's a pretty good gig. We. I don't. Yeah, you do. No, not really. You're cruising. I have to come in here every day with you guys. So that, yes, Tom. I send pictures home uh, around lunchtime <laughs> of our plates, and the family's got the special because they're all bunkered down and they're not going to school or anything. So that's what you guys do. You talk sports and just eat. Well, why are you teasing them? Because I just feel like I had to. But that's not like you. Uh, but yesterday, with the corned beef specifically, and it was St. Patrick's Day, and know they're doing their e-learning or whatever, taking a picture of plates of our corned beef and carrots and potatoes. That was a good time. Paulie had a to-go plate yesterday. I know how it works with Mrs. Paps. If you bring in you know, a little corned beef, your you're money. All right, here's my question. Four players in the history of the four major sports have played at least 20 years for one team, won at least one MVP with that team, won at least one championship with that team, and then changed teams after all of this. One is Tom Brady, 
the other three, you don't have one in. Let's see, um, you don't have one in basketball here. Yeah, Paul. My only guess was the first name that popped in my head: Yarmir Yager. Uh, no, I don't. Oh. He didn't play twenty years with the Penguins. I don't think he he probably played over twenty years in the National Hockey. Maybe twenty five. Uh, Gordy Howe is uh, one. My favorite baseball player of all time, Hank Aaron, and Willie Mays. Those four guys. So Tom Brady, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Gordy Howe. At least 20 years, at least one MVP, at least one championship, and then changed teams after all of that. Felt like somebody's going <laughs> to sleep at the wheel for stat of the day. Yes, McLovin. I have a friend who's a Patriots fan who guaranteed Tom would be Willie Mays to the Mets in Tampa Bay. Ooh. Ooh, and that didn't go well for Willie Mays. Although, that's where when people say, oh, we don't remember where these guys end their careers. More people remember Willie Mays, it feels like, with him falling down in center field with the Mets than any of the great things he did with the Giants, the New York Giants and the San Francisco Giants. We do remember. I mean, we we forget Jordan averaged 20 a game with the Wizards. I think he put up a 40-point night as well. And weren't they – they were in on the road to being a playoff team, and they got injured. But I, I think that we, we tend to sometimes – Forget that we remember. <laughs> Nobody remembers Joe Namath with the ramp. Nobody remembers Joe. Yeah, we do. Yes. People, nobody remembers Pete Maravich with the Celtic. Yeah, yeah, we do. I'm sorry, we do. And that's the same thing with Tom Brady. We'll remember Tom Brady with the Buccaneers. It's not going to change anybody's opinion. There's nothing that Brady can do that's going to change your opinion of him with Tampa Bay. If he wins another title, okay, he's now the greatest, greatest, Player of all time, he's he's greater than the goat. Like what? What could possibly change if they don't make the playoffs and he's not healthy and he doesn't make it through the entire season? We'll go. You know what? He acted like a forty-three-year-old quarterback. Hey, Patriots made a wise move here. Yeah, Paul. Michael Jordan's two years with the Wizards. Uh, they're about a five-hundred team. They didn't make the playoffs either year. He averaged twenty-one points, six rebounds, and five assists yeah. for those two years. Yeah. He was definitely not a bad player. Plus, he was also getting a piece of the team. You know, he he set himself up to become an owner, you know, and and I understand why he went to the Wizards. Like, did I want him to come out of retirement? No. But it's not, you know, like we're worried about, hey, you're ruining my scrapbook here. No, that's not the way it works. Yeah, Paul. You know, there's more similarities to Brady and Jordan than it might appear because I think Jordan and Pippen and Rodman would have played another year if, Kraus and Reinsdorf wrote the check for them. Yeah. They decided to do that rebuild a year early, and it didn't go over well in Chicago. Like, it's not going over well in New England. Now, Jordan was 35 at the time. He wasn't 42 or 43, yeah. but the Bulls could have had one more year. They ch- The Bulls' management chose not to go that route. Who had a better career? Brady? Jordan? Yes, McLovin. Jordan. Jordan had to do it as a one of five, where Brady was one of a much bigger but team. But easier when you're one of five to make a difference than what Brady's been able to do. And Brady's, you know, 
all these championships. Is it more aligned to Brady and LeBron than it would be Brady and Jordan uh, from just the results? Because, you know, Brady's lost, what, three Super Bowls? You know, LeBron went to, what, nine, eight or nine uh, NBA Finals? Yeah, Paul. And comparing to Jordan, Brady never won defensive MVP. <laughs> no. Never. No, he did not. Not even top five. No, he did not. Uh, Tom Krasnicki is co-host of Ronnie and T. Kras Morning Show on our great affiliate in Tampa, WDAE. How's morale with my Buccaneers, Tom? Wait, hold on a second, Dan. I'm coming back down from the clouds. Yes, it's great. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, 6'7", 223. Okay, not, not messing with you. Not messing with you. <laughs> All right, if I told you uh, two weeks ago Brady was coming to Tampa, what would you have said? Dan, I thought there was a chance, and you, you heard what Bruce Arians said at the Combine weeks ago, and the Bucks have been at this for weeks. He said, listen, I'd pick up the phone, I would call Tom Brady, and after how the season ended on a pick six, they finished seven and nine, that left a bad taste in his mouth, and when he found out that Brady was going to be available, the Buccaneers were really aggressive in pursuing him. This Bruce Arians couldn't help Jameis Winston, but – you know, he's, he's going to bring in Tom Brady. Like, what what happens now with that relationship and this offense? How much is changing in what Bruce wanted uh, Jameis to do and what he's going to ask Tom to do? Look, I think it might be modified to an extent, but Bruce is still going to take his shots down the field. He's got two wonderful receivers to work with. They still want to run the football. And, and Dan, look, the offensive line is going to get upgraded, and they're going to put more pieces around Brady. But I think there's going to be a give and take between Brady and Aaron's. Look, Bruce is not a fool. He's been around the block. He's coached some great quarterbacks. He knows how smart and how innovative Tom Brady is. So I think there'll be a give and take within that relationship. Yeah, and I look at Brady, and I understand why he'd be attracted to this. Uh, The offensive line makes me nervous. Uh, I like the skill position. I thought that defense was a top-five defense at the end of the year. But you're there doing pre and post for the, uh, the radio show. Am I overstating what I saw? I thought they were going to be a playoff team this year, if even if Brady doesn't go there and they bring in Teddy Bridgewater. Am I overstating my Buccaneers? Not at all, because the defense, as you mentioned, the top six games, they were in the top five in defense, defensive efficiency. And Shaq Barrett led the league in sacks. He's back. They re-signed Jason Pierre-Paul, went eight and a half sacks in limited time. He's back. They were number one against the run. That secondary was young, but they got much better as time went on. Carlton Davis did a great job the last couple of games against DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones. So that defense will keep them in games as long as the offense, Dan, doesn't turn the football over, which we've seen plenty of mistakes. I think the Bucs can be in the playoffs, and they should be in the playoffs, quite frankly. Do you think Jameis Winston is the starting quarterback? Not now. After 111 turnovers in five years, and Look, I, I like Jameis personally, Dan. He's got an electric arm. He'll sit back there and he'll make some throws and rip it down the field, and you'll be like, damn, there's only two or three quarterbacks in all of football that can do that. And then he tries to do too much, Dan, and usually these interceptions happen on the shorter routes, and I'm not sure if it's depth perception or whatever it is, but he has to understand when the journey is over to throw the football away, live to fight another down. That's something that Tom Brady does really well, by the way. And I think Winston has the talent to eventually be a reclamation project. He could be the next Ryan Tannehill where you go, yeah, let's just discard him. And somebody will eventually, he'll get a chance if he goes to a team and bides his time. And maybe, maybe he doesn't try to be Brett Favre. That was always my, my problem with him is he tried to make things happen where the smart quarterbacks go, there's a small window, 
And if you don't see the window before it's open, it's already closed by the time you get there. And I don't think Jameis ever processed the game that way. I think you're right. And it went back to Florida State because he was always that risk taker, right? Always going down the field and he won a national championship at Florida State. And he might have thought to himself, listen, I'm not going to change who I am because even though I had 18 interceptions in one year at Florida State, I'm still going to take that risk because I got away with it. Look, guess what? In the NFL, these defensive backs, they break on these balls a lot quicker. And unfortunately, he found that out the hard way. How could this go wrong with Brady in Tampa Bay? Well, if the Bucks don't upgrade the offensive line, if he gets hit early and often, if you look at the Bruce Arian system, yeah, if you're a quarterback, you're going to get hit. But I think the Bucks are relying on the fact that they will fortify the offensive line. And, Dan, you know, you watched Tom Brady for the last 20 years. He's underrated when it comes to shifting in the pocket, moving. He's got great pocket awareness. He will get rid of that football. One, two, three, boom, the ball's out of his hand. How long do you think Brady plays in Tampa? I think two years. I think he and Bruce Aarons probably go out after two years, and everyone knows the Super Bowl's in Tampa this year, and all the Bucks fans are excited. But if I had to put a timetable on it, I think he's here for two years. Do you think Antonio Brown is part of this uh, decision that he's coming I, to town? <laughs> I sure hope not, Dan. Yeah, I'm right and there with you. As talented as he is, if I'm the Bucks, I want him nowhere near my facility. Has Chris Godwin already given Brady his uh, jersey number? He probably has. Look, Chris Godwin, he's a great kid, by the way, Dan. He's a great kid. He will literally give him the shirt off his back. (laughs) No, he wants the jersey. The jersey off his back, Tom. Here's the shirt, the jersey. You want my suit? I'll give that to you, too. Here's number 12, and then Brady will probably carve a check to his favorite charity, and they'll be on with it. That's good. Hey, it's great to check in with you, Tom, and thanks for the support there with our show on WDAE. We appreciate your time. My pleasure, Dan, to you and the Danettes. Appreciate it. It's uh, Tom Krasnicki. He's co-host of Ronnie and T. Krasnick's morning show on WDAE. Tampa Sports Radio also hosts the uh, Bucks pre- and post-shows on the station as well. Yeah, Chris Godwin, great receiver. He wears number 12. Yeah, you can give me the shirt off your back. I just want the numbers off your back. That's all. You can keep the shirt. Just give me the numbers. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. And, you know, good for Tampa Bay. Well, this is good. We're always rooting for a story that makes our job easier, more interesting. And what I want, did I want Brady to stay? I thought he was going to stay. But I root for stories. And if that means there's total anarchy or there's chaos, then I'm, I'm okay with that. But, but I don't have a loyalty and allegiance. And, you know, if you're a Patriot fan and all of a sudden 20 years – and you're going to go to a game and you're going to go, Jared Stidham, that's our future right there. I get it. I mean, that, that's, that's a culture shock. But Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay becomes must-see. Now, they were must-see TV for me last year. But it's like car crash TV. If you said, hey, here's car crashes you want to watch, Tampa Bay was a car crash because Jameis Winston. Now, sometimes he was fascinating in a good way. And I do agree that I think that he'll he'll get kicked to the curb a little bit here, and then he'll get a chance, and maybe he'll you know get a chance to have that. He'll be able to re reinvigorate himself, uh, and just like Ryan Tannehill did. A couple of phone calls here. Uh, Christian in Maine joins us. Hey, Christian. Hey, I'm going to uh, be brave enough to. Uh 
Give give my Meat Friday song on the air. Here oh go. God, you're going to go live. I'm going to go live. It's the uh, uh, Talking Heads Life During Wartime. Okay. All right. Okay, here's Christian in Maine. Heard of a grill now up in New England. They're smoking everything slow. The sound of sizzles. The shell of fuck. I said, suck it back, bro. <laughs> I like the biscuit. I like the pearl. I like to smoke it all day. You give me something to put in my mouth now. I'll take it all the way. Oh, well, this ain't no Hardee's. This ain't no <laughs> Wendy's. This ain't no fooling around. All right, that's Christian in Maine, and I give my life. Hey, there is a Johnny Cash feel to that. All right. Thank you, Christian. He may not know that he's not. Yeah, the live it. cutoff there, very yeah. rare. Yeah. Well, you know, I got other things to do. I got wings to eat out there. Yes, boy. I smell Meat Friday Unplugged, a new series. Ooh. Gritty gutty. Yeah. I was thinking of putting out a CD of our Traeger Meat Friday songs. I don't know if anybody buy them, but, you know, maybe vinyl. How about Traeger <laughs> Meat Friday? Vinyl. Uh, Jake in Washington. Hey, Jake, what's on your mind today? I got a 57160. All right, let's get this show back on track here. This is a little bit for everybody. Why are we seeing cheese steak fries day? Okay. All Barbecue right. pulled pork <laughs> fries day. We got a little bit of everybody. We got okay. Paulie's with this chili cheese fries, all that good all right. stuff. Okay. Thank you, Jake. I mean, that's I, we appreciate suggestions for Friday. Finally, the voice of reason, Jake yeah. in Washington, getting yeah. the show back on track. Yeah, that's how you get it on track. Yeah. Talk about food here. Fries day. Fries day. That sounds like something Fritzy would try to stretch out. Fries. Remember when Walmart. we remember we did the Walmart commercial? I was I was still working at NBC, and they said, hey, we want to do something for uh, Thanksgiving Walmart. And uh, we had the game on Thanksgiving night, and they came in, and these people came in from Hollywood. They had no idea who we were, and they gave Fritzy one line. I think they just said, just say Walmart. I was trying to make the most of the, uh, the opportunity. Oh, I know you did. Dialogue, like you made it about four syllables. Walmart. Had good response, even though we made fun of it. Oh no, they made fun of you. They made fun of me. I think so. It, it felt like that. But it lives on in the lore it does. of the Dan Patrick. Well, we got a little sign right by the lava right. lamp there. Once a sign is made, then Walmart. Did you see where Johnny Manziel had a message to fans about being uh, quarantined? He says, "If I can stay out of the club, anyone can quarantine." Did <laughs> <laughs> that six years ago, bro? Oh, I know. I know. Of course, Johnny was uh, shooting the video at a golf course, <laughs> so not exactly quarantined. Uh, no. I said it at the time, you know, we're, we would look back on what could have been with his career. And that after a while, like we chew up and spit out our athletes at an alarming rate. Again, Antonio Brown doesn't mean anything anymore in the world of sports. He's a, a, a mild curiosity here. Johnny Manziel, just a mild curiosity. Tim Tebow, a mild curiosity. We move on so quickly. 
And whether you're a star player, somebody else comes in and replaces you. And as great as Brady is, he'll move on just like Montana did and Favre did and Steve Young did. Then you'll go, hey, somebody else is going to be in there. Drew Brees when it's all said and done. I mean, you'll be appreciative of being in there to witness their careers, but somebody else will come in. Like Mahomes. Mahomes made like he made you forget about a lot of other quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, that new wave that's coming in. Running backs are the ones where you go, man, what, what used to be? Didn't you used to be like DeMarco Murray? Didn't you used to be? And then you get somebody like Carlos Hyde. <laughs> Just, he, he never stops. Yeah. But these other guys, you just go, yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He played a couple. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Especially the running back position. Like, remember Marion Barber the third for Dallas? I'm like, this guy's going to rush for 10,000 yards. Lawrence Maroney. Yeah. They had a pretty good two-headed monster there. Yeah. Yeah. A couple more Meat Friday songs. Have that for you coming up. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show, it's Wing Wednesday. We have to go out to the Traeger Grill, the Traegerville and uh, open up the Traeger Grill. And I think Tyler, the moderator on our chat room, is out there cooking the wings as well. Wait, look, it's a small shop, and I have people doing a couple of different jobs here. Tyler moderates the chat room, and he also pets Penny, the dog, and he makes the wings as well. Hopefully not at the same time. We'll take a break. Back after this. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Oh, man, those wings are good. Wing Wednesday. I don't know what we're doing tomorrow. Nobody else has ever had Wing Wednesday. That's right. Maybe somebody did, but I came up with Wings Day. I think that's that's different. That's our little spin on it. McLovin, sorry about the wings. Sorry about your microphone not working either. <laughs> Other than that, we're glad to have you. It's like you're here with us. Uh, final results of the poll question. Paulie, do you have that? Yeah. Will the Tampa Bay Buccaneers be contenders? We didn't say Super Bowl or – we just said the word contenders. Okay. 58% say they're going to contend for something. Okay. They're going to contend for a playoff spot. I don't want to set the expectation level too high for my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. Uh, Ed Orgeron was on uh, the Rich Eisen show, and he talked about uh, Joe Burrow, his quarterback, and who he reminded him of his style of play. Here is uh, Ed O on the Rich Eisen Show. Joe has the smarts, the intangibles uh, that it takes to be a championship quarterback. When I watch the Patriots play and I see Tom Brady, Joe reminds me a lot of them now. I don't know Tom Brady personally, 
but I would assume that Joe has some of the traits that he has that you can't measure in the quarterback. Well, I go back to Rick Neuheisel, and how long ago was it when Neuheisel came on the show and I said, what do you see when you see Joe Burrow? And he said, I see a more athletic Tom Brady. And at the time I went, oh, boy, that's a little early to rev up the hype machine, but he certainly lived up to those expectations. Bengals spent some money the last couple of days, and uh, I don't know how good they're going to be. And then you franchise A.J. Green. Poor A.J. Green. You would have thought, you know, maybe with, uh, you know, this service that you've provided with the Bengals that maybe they'd let you go. But then uh, they franchise tag him. And Joe's got to have somebody to throw to. You got Joe Mixon and then you got A.J. Green there. Uh, I also like the mayor of Buffalo, Byron Brown. He's my new favorite politician. He had this to say. To the uh, Buffalo Bills fans on the news that Tom Brady's not coming back to New England. For those of you that want to celebrate Tom Brady leaving the New England Patriots and hopefully leaving the AFC East, there are no mass gatherings. Celebrate responsibly, <laughs> celebrate at home, and with less than 10 people. That's just practicing safe celebration right there that is that's great i love that that's so much fun there's a, that's something like the patriots are like 25 and 3 against buffalo since 2006 that is just misery it's just a fluke that they have their number <laughs> they won 25 of 28 did we track down the walmart commercial that we did yes this is from about five years ago it ran once on nbc during uh, thursday night football <laughs> Dude, stressed? Yeah, a little. Gift-giving season. I need some help. Come on, DP. That's easy. Easy? Okay. Where would I find a 12-foot enclosed round trampoline? Walmart. Sorry, <laughs> but where do I get a Dell gaming laptop? Walmart. All right, nice. But how about a Star Wars Millennium Falcon? Walmart? Okay, smart guys. I'm thinking of a cozy yet festive garment. Like an elf-themed adult sleep onesie? <laughs> Walmart has it. And free shipping to the store plus new deals daily. How about a mug that says Dan Patrick's number one? Got it. When did you guys get so competent? And can we buy this stuff right now? A, we've got a lot of free time. And two, Walmart Cyber Week starts tonight. There you go, bud. Now you can focus on the things that really matter. My hair? That was good. You know, we... it. That was not what the commercial was when it was presented to us. That's for sure. Yeah. It was like, uh, can we take this apart? Can we disassemble and then assemble it? We rescripted that. We uh, we freshened it up, as we like to say in Hollywood. We freshened Walmart. up that script. Yeah, Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> so brutal. Oh, you're a good Damn one. Damn it up. You're a good one. Uh, a couple of Meat Friday songs here, and then I'll do a This Day in Sports History. Ryan in Honolulu with his uh, Meat Friday song.
fans of the damnation of VR Live or your radio station. Steam plays us best for his salary gains. He's not about to talk off. And so, Ryan in Honolulu. He's one of the founding fathers of uh, Meet Friday Songs. Right. Yeah, we appreciate that. Do you uh, want me to sneak in one more here? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Going to? Uh, Mark in New York. Hello, Fritzy, my old friend. <laughs> I've come to talk with you again. Because the bacon softly creeping. Left its mark while you were sleeping. And the remnants of that takeout beef chow mein can escape within the cone of silence. <laughs> In restless dreams, Todd slept alone. Not one guest was on the phone. Polly's getting kind of nervous. That's Mark and in New York. <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel. Todd, well Todd what did you learn on the uh, program? I learned you think the Bucks have a better shot at reaching the Super Bowl than the New England Patriots. What did you learn, Polly? Frederick Arthur, Lord Stanley Preston, bought the trophy presented to the hockey champion of Canada in 1892. It became the Stanley Cup, Lord Stanley. Seton, what did you learn? Paul Pat's Wing Wednesday might be one and done. <laughs> Dan Patrick Show brought to you by LegalZoom. Their network of independent attorneys can answer questions and provide legal advice. Go to LegalZoom.com. Thanks for joining us. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcast. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcast in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening.